Welcome to Political Communications, where we talk about the things that politicians have done and understand why they have done them. Today, what is a political U-turn? It sounds like an obvious question, and maybe it is, but um, we're going to look at why political U-turns happen through the lens of a very public political U-turn that just took place in the UK. As you probably already know, I'm talking about the free school meals U-turn made by the government last week after pressure from the social media influence caused by the 22-year-old footballer Marcus Rashford. How does a young football star influence government policy and forces them to make a U-turn worth £100 million in the space of a few days? You may think you already know the answer. You may, in fact, already know the answer, but I'm going to walk you through a timeline of how we went from a stage where the government was refusing to budge to a point where they were more than ready to make this U-turn. Okay, so before we get into what happened and what the politicians did and what they said, let's give some policy context to this situation for people who are not from the UK. So if in the UK your parents make below a certain amount of income, you will get free school meals when you are at school. The issue is that a lot of kids who would usually be at school in the spring were not at school, however they kept on getting the free school meals. Now that kids are going back to school at an unusual time in the summer, in August, the government was arguing that they didn't need to fund the full extent of the school meal scheme as they had already sort of allocated that budget to feed kids over the spring when they usually would have been in school but they weren't. Are you following? So the government's plan was initially to give around £60 million to various schemes and local authorities to combat child hunger over the summer. This is around half of the money that would have been required to continue the free school meals program to its full extent over the summer to ensure that all of the kids that fall below this income threshold would continue to receive free school meals when they would be at school in August. So a lot of people weren't happy with this policy obviously and a lot of them said that this watered down funding would make it very hard for some families falling into this low income threshold to feed their kids while they were at school over the summer particularly regarding the extreme economic circumstances we're now in. This first came to my personal attention when Keir Starmer, the leader of the Labour Party of the opposition in the UK, brought it up at Prime Minister's Questions on June the 10th. Here's what he said. Mr Speaker, one way, one way in which the government could help those worst affected would be to extend the national voucher scheme. Because child poverty numbers are so high in this country, 1.3 million children in low-income families rely on these vouchers. They mean children who can't go to school because of coronavirus restrictions still get free meals. The Labour government in Wales has said it will continue to fund these meals through the summer. Yesterday, the Education Secretary said that won't be the case in England. That's just wrong and it will lead to further inequality. So can I urge the Prime Minister to reconsider on this point? Prime Minister! What I can tell the Right Honourable Gentleman is, of course, uh, we don't normally continue with free school meals over the summer holidays, but we are also, of course, uh, and and I'm sure that's right, we're also, of course, aware of the particular difficulties faced by uh, vulnerable families, and that's why we're announcing a further £63 million of uh, local welfare assistance to be used by local authorities at their discretion to help the most vulnerable families, Mr Speaker. Uh, 
that this government has put its arms around the people of this country throughout this crisis and has done its absolute best, has done its absolute best to help. So that was Boris Johnson on June the 10th putting forward the at-time Conservative position to continue with this watered-down version of the free school meals programme for low-income families over the summer. What strikes me about the way that Boris is talking here is how confident he is, how confident he is in the messaging that the public would perceive the Conservative government's uh, economic policies as generous. At the time, he was very confident. However, the backlash they received in the following week is something that they clearly misjudged. The most significant contribution to this debate came on June the 15th when Marcus Rashford, a 22-year-old footballer who plays for Manchester United, made a post to his Twitter account with a letter addressed to all MPs and the hashtag make the U-turn. So this letter is pretty long and you can go and read it for yourself if you want. But it's an emotional story about how he grew up and how his mother, who, in spite of working very hard, still relied on this free school meals program sometimes to feed her kids, and how hundreds of thousands of uh, kids out there would be going hungry this summer without the help of this program to its full extent. So Marcus Rashford's appeal to the government to make a U-turn on the free school meals program gained a lot of traction very, very quickly within a day, I think it had over 100,000 retweets, 100,000 likes. Uh, it received very, very positive feedback on uh, social media and received coverage from the mainstream media. And uh, within that same day, the question was put to Boris once again, are you going to make a U-turn on this policy? So really within just hours of Marcus Rashford posting this letter, the government came out with a standard response from the PM's office saying, the PM understands the issues facing families across the UK which is why last week the government announced an additional £63 million for local authorities to benefit families who are struggling to afford food and other basic essentials. So really just a repeat of the same line which they were already pushing and the way in which the media kind of spun this response was Boris rejects Marcus Rashford's appeal to help hungry kids. So it was becoming very, very bad PR for the Conservatives and a lot of MPs were fearing that the Conservatives were sort of fighting here a public opinion battle that they were never going to win. The optics of denying hungry children the right to eat doesn't look very good when it's being exposed, I suppose you could say exposed, by a very popular person on social media. So that message from the PM's office came, I believe, on the evening of June the 15th. By lunchtime on June the 16th, the U-turn had already been made, and the government had agreed to continue filling to the full extent over the summer the free school meals program. Uh, it was Matt Hancock who had the displeasure of going on television and explaining why the U-turn was made so suddenly, and notice here how he also misnames the footballer uh, Marcus Rashford, he names him Daniel Rashford. I was chatting to your colleague Grant Shapps this time yesterday, and he was saying, we're definitely not doing this, we're doing enough, sorry about that, gave me all the other money that you were giving to local government, but he said, this is not going to change. By lunchtime, you've done a vault fast. Uh, right, you go. Well, uh, I'll tell you what happened. Um, the um, Prime Minister uh, talked to uh, Daniel Rashford. He uh, considered it and made his decision. I think it's terrific. I'm, I'm in favour of uh, making sure we get as much support as possible 
uh, to people who obviously, you know, that are in difficult circumstances, especially with coronavirus. So, uh, I don't really care too much about the fact that uh, the health secretary, who's obviously dealing with a lot of stuff with coronavirus, misnamed Marcus Rashford. But um, what is interesting from that answer is the attempt to sort of spin the U-turn in a very simplified way. By Matt Hancock's version of events, it sounds like Marcus Rashford and Boris Johnson had a call, they had a debate on the call, and Boris Johnson changed his stance after being convinced by Marcus Rashford's arguments. I don't know if it really needs pointing out, but if it does, that isn't what happened. Apparently, Marcus Rashford and Boris Johnson only spoke to each other after Boris made the decision to make the U-turn. And, well, the reason he made the U-turn was evidently that Marcus Rashford's appeal was extremely popular. When the argument was presented by somebody who is famous and generally respected by most people in the country, um, the idea of depriving low-income households of vouchers to feed children seemed like a deeply unpopulist idea. Now, Boris Johnson, who's a populist, obviously wants to uh, straddle the, the balance of public opinion. He wants to maintain popularity. I mean, this is very, very obvious stuff. But I think it's interesting to think about what might have happened if the opinion polls on voter intentions were looking a little differently. I think, I think it's possible that the Conservatives wouldn't have made this U-turn if they were more dominant in the current political climate of uh, opinion polling. Now, this may sound a little bit far-fetched, but I'm sure these political advisors, I'm sure these politicians, they do look at opinion polls. They will have definitely noticed that in the past two months, their lead of 20 points over the opposition has evaporated to less than five points in some polls. Uh, this is, you know, for a variety of reasons, but almost all of them relate to mishandling of the uh, coronavirus in the UK, the Dominic Cummings situation. I think there was a feeling that the current government, in spite of the fact that they're popular, I suppose, in historical terms, uh, they're losing a lot of their goodwill. They're losing a lot of their goodwill amongst the British people at the moment. That much is evident from polling. And one more scandal, one more scandal on the level of Dominic Cummings, which this had the potential to be, you know, denying low-income households uh, the right to school meals vouchers over the summer. This had the potential to drag on into a saga which ravaged the Tories' popularity and painted them once again, as they have been historically painted, as the nasty party of the UK. The Tories are desperate to get away from this image of a party that deprives children of food, the party that just generally has nasty economic and domestic policies, and they've done well to move away from that image and to cleanse their image in some parts of the UK in recent years. But, you know, this had the danger to bring all of the, the bad memories to the surface again. And, well, I think the government, they're not in a position where they're feeling confident just to do whatever they want, whenever they want now. The wishes and the appeals of a young footballer has made them U-turn within a matter of hours. And it begs the question, you know, how much power 
does this government really have at this point? Are they a lot weaker than they may seem? U-turns are the sign of government weakness. And in this case, the Conservatives decided that appearing weak in front of the public would be a price worth paying to avoid appearing like the party that deprive kids of food. Thank you for your undivided attention. And as I say, there's no shortage of content for these podcasts. Uh, There's no shortage of political communication disasters that politicians have to face. See you next time.